right, Jack, we're back. We are back. Another day in the life. Yeah, long time no see. I have a whiteboard in case I have to write anything down. It's going to be excellent. What's uh, what's new? What, what do you think we should cover for this week? Well, we are now at the beginning of October, which in addition to being the 10th month of the year, has been named by international dictum to be Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And so based on the fact that, number one, almost no one outside of cybersecurity is aware of that, <laughs> it, probably, it probably makes it a good time to talk about cybersecurity awareness. What do you think? Yeah, uh, that's a good one. I don't know. We, shouldn't, we, we should run with that. I think there's a, there's a lot of choose-your-own-adventure-esque options with this one. Oh, I like that. I like that. Where, where would you like to start this particular adventure? Um, let's start with, uh, what does security awareness mean to you? Oh, that is a great way to start. I know. This. It's, uh, it's, um, starting, I'm starting you out on the, uh, the, uh, the, the trampoline or the, 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 the floor with like pistons underneath <laughs> it that, that shoots you up. I'll start jumping. So number one having been involved in this industry for so long right the for me cybersecurity awareness is already so much better than it was when i started i think we're going to talk a lot today about how we can help people maybe think about cybersecurity awareness a little bit differently and do it more but first off i'd like to give a major handshake to sort of the the human population because i think people actually understand that cybersecurity is a thing now right which is new and I don't mean to give credit to the evil people that force, you know, ransom payments and what have you, um, but the very, very public nature of um, the discussion around cybersecurity these days is such a massive improvement over where things used to be, right? Where people are just like, well, cybersecurity, if there's a problem, then somebody's stupid, right? Or then, you know, something horrible, you know, whatever. And now it's just like, all right, cybersecurity is a real problem. We know we have to think about it. And, and you and I get to have a discussion today, which is a lot more nuanced than you really should be aware of cybersecurity. So that's that's sort of my first take. That's pretty outstanding. I had uh, never pondered that, but you are exactly right. I mean, I contrast this year to previous years. Um, there does seem to be a little bit more heightened awareness as to cyber haps. Mm-hmm. than there have been in the past. I mean, meaning like there's, um, I see a little bit more headlines and like uh, like news media tells me that it's uh, it's getting readership and viewership, right? Which I, I don't think it was, it's always been the case. I think bad things happen and people don't understand it and they gloss over it because they don't understand it. Right on. And, you know, I've seen you in the press. I've spent some time doing it. And you've been in the press quite a bit. But, the, you know, the, the idea, I think, is that the journalists are getting more uh, aware that this is something that they should look into and provide more information around. You know, when they're calling somebody like you or somebody like me and asking sort of penetrating questions about why this, what could have been done differently, how is this different than a similar looking attack? I think we're seeing a real advancement from, you know, the world of publication that the that they have to do a better job of helping people understand this problem better like all cyber attacks aren't created equal you know there's a difference between a ransomware attack and a denial of service attack and frankly neither of those two terms was in the public parlance you know six or eight years ago so i I think it's been pretty good it's an interesting thing i think while there's um there's been more broad awareness um i think people 
understand what the topics are and what they mean at a very high cursory level. Um, I don't think, my opinion, that uh, people can really uh, tr translate some of these things to their own daily life, right? And so I think because of that, there's um, there's still uh, there's still a long road, a long way to go to get to get folks home. But um, I uh, I guess I come back to is like on one hand, like I've always had that opinion. Then here we are in 2023. It's kind of, I mean, it seems like we're getting a little bit better for all the reasons that you just said. Then at some point, I'm like, well, does does my opinion actually matter if if uh, cyber starting to get like actual like news media headlines that get people to read them? Well, you know, I I think about the conversations we have <clears throat> with with clients, right, and with folks in the marketplace we chat, and they're asking specific questions about specific kinds of security. They're asking questions about um, application security. They're asking about uh, network security. They're asking about uh, the impact of encryption. They're asking about identity. They're asking about the security of cloud-based platforms, right? And so at least the questions that they're asking uh, are becoming a lot more well-informed. Um, you know, I think there's, there's two ways we can go here. And, I, and I'd like to talk a little bit about maybe the way that less the end user than the purchaser maybe should be more aware of cybersecurity. Um, but I also have sort of a, a blockbuster question I'm going to pose after we get through some of this stuff, just to ask you a different question. Yeah, because it's as you were talking, as usually happens, I had this little thing fire in the back of my one remaining synapse. Uh, but first off, let's just talk about security awareness on the part of the people who matter, which are the people who stroke checks, right? And we've had a couple of uh, different episodes where we talked about application security and the responsibility of people who build things and challenges in the supply chain for cyber and software bill of materials and all that. Um, I would like to make you know, the comment that I think the market is waking up to the fact that they should demand that the things that they use, whether it's software or services, be more secure in the same way that maybe the federal government realized 100 years ago they had to make sure that their employees had been vetted, right, for security. Um, the way that after Upton Sinclair wrote The Jungle, that we decided we should really figure out, you know, what's going into the sausage, right, in the back, in the way that the USDA and the FDA mandate better quality in terms of food products or pharmaceuticals, what have you. And so maybe one of our goals for, for this particular 2023 Cybersecurity Awareness Month could be, hey, everybody, be aware it's okay to ask for things to be secure enough, yeah. right? Be aware that you have power. Not be aware that hacks happen, right? Be aware of this. How about be aware that you should feel comfortable saying, hey, how secure is this and why did you tell me that? Wait, are, are you suggesting that the cyber wizard of Oz does not actually exist? I think it is quite possible that he is behind the curtain and sort of hoping that no dog pulls back that drape. <laughs> I love it. Um, it, it's interesting, uh, hearing you talk about it, of course, I immediately go to healthcare analogies, right? It's, um, the idea of, uh, c consumer medicine, right? I think is like a, an applicable analogy here, which is saying like, there's very few situations where you should go into the doctor's office at any point and just take what they say at face value. Like it's important you ask questions and you understand what they're, um, prescribing to you or understanding like, 
a recommendation that they're putting forward and why, right? And more importantly, like make sure you're asking the correct questions of them to ensure they understand the full context of what, um, like all the facts that you've put forth to them so that they're making the correct diagnosis, right? You're like, you can't, you can't assume that people know everything and they've asked all of the right questions because like contrary to popular belief, some of the doctors in our industry finished last in their class. Right on. Right. And so I think, I think the same is true with cyber is like you, uh, especially now it's always, but especially nowadays, like don't just assume because someone tells you it's good that like you should go ahead and take that cyber prescription or you should take that recommendation. Like you need to, uh, have a little bit more of like a consumer, mindset to it like consumer medicine there's consumer cyber ask the right questions so you ensure that the person you're talking with is giving you the right diagnosis totally love it and as, as you saw me scribbling frantically there was a thing you said that i thought was so friggin' key right you said understand what they're prescribing for you which we can sort of agree right and that goes to your consumer medicine thing which is great but then you said and find out what it was you said to them that made them think that that was good for you Right. That is so awesome. Right. Because if somebody says, I really recommend you improve your firewall policies, what are you going to say? You're like, no, I shouldn't. Right. Or I really think you should use more endpoint protection. Uh, no, no. So that's always going to be kind of a good idea. But if you say, but why is that the right thing for me to do right now? And they say, Meh, then you probably know that wasn't really thoughtful. It was just pulled out of the litany of CISSP things to do. Right. Yeah. And so, like, here's the thing. Right. And Everybody listening to this and like knows this is going to be the truth, but if you talk to a firewall person, what do you think their recommendation is going to be? Or you talk to an endpoint person, what do you think their recommendation is going to be? Right. It's like they are a hammer looking for a nail, and that is the only recommendation that is going to get them paid. But rather, like I rarely ever ever see anybody in the space who sits down and be like, you know what? I don't even want to talk about cyber harassment. Like, let's just park that way over on the right here. Let's talk about you, right? Like, what's your business? How do you make money? What's important to you? What keeps you up at night? And like, let's just start there. Like, that's fundamental blocking and tackling. And like, there's a whole bunch of directions you can go from there. But in all cases, like, you're starting to treat, uh, you, you, you're starting to get at the symptoms, you're trying to hear the symptoms, but then like any good doctor, like you try to tease out what the root cause is, right? Mm -hmm. And and how to treat like the main, the, the main the main root cause. Like how, how do you actually cure this, right? And by the way, like it may not be a firewall. It may not be, uh, might not be endpoint. You know what? It could just be eating your vegetables, right? Or it could be like, you know, basic blocking and tackling, like back to basic stuff. And like while while you may not want to hear it, that might be exactly what you need at the time. And um, our, unfortunately, our industry does not always get paid when that is the recommendation. I, I think I'm going to do a takeaway from that. I'm going to do the typical sort of like word smear sandwich that I love, right? So it's, it's cybersecurity awareness starts with situational awareness, right? Because when you talk about going in and talk to somebody, you're like, don't talk about cyber right now. Let's just talk about you. That's taking the time to understand where they're coming from so you can understand what's important. Yeah, well, I kind of like see it as there's like there's uh, levels of like, uh, it's like almost like Maslow's hierarchy of needs where like at the top of all these things, there's like like 
um, consumer awareness, purchaser awareness, company awareness, and then there's like at the top of it, there's like self-actualization, right? And saying like in order to get to that point, like requires that you do all of these other layers too at the same time. Yeah. I like it. Hey, how about this? How about just for a, t a slight twist? So if I think about traditional cybersecurity awareness campaigns and security awareness training in general, it's always things to watch out for, right? And so you're trying to um, decrease the heat caused by the friction of asking people to do things by showing them how horrible and hotter it would be, right? So you're doing like that. What if instead we think about cybersecurity awareness and awareness training being more about how much better things will be? If we think about how much easier it'll be to interact with partners, how much easier it'll be to know that your data is you know, well protected but still able to be served up, how much more likely it is that you won't get called at two o'clock in the morning, that cybersecurity awareness can be more about how we all can make things better if we're a little bit you know, more in tune as opposed to, you know, you think this training's bad, wait till you get broken into, so you better take the training. Yeah, I think in in all cases, it's um like especially that last example, it like you can you can tell someone, you know, like all all the things they shouldn't do in the in the work workplace, right? But at some point, it's just work assets, right? You 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 can jump up and down and you know do jumping jacks and you know cartwheels and teach people how important like protecting your corporate laptop or corporate phone is, but like people care to a point like that uh, they're not gonna get in trouble for it. But at some point like laptop gets lost, phone gets lost, guess what? Your company's still gonna give you a new one. Mm -hmm. However, if you said, now it's your personal laptop and your personal phone, and you say that same message but it's personally and it personally is tied to your wallet, hey, guess what? You are gonna pay attention because you don't wanna have to go to Best Buy and buy another $2,000 laptop out of your pocket because you didn't do what someone told you to do. I like it, making it personal. Let me uh, let me uh, go to my my blockbuster question, which would be ooh AMA. Here's my blockbuster for you, right? So we talk about security awareness as always about what should people be watching out for? How can they improve their own security posture? Um, how can they ensure? I like the example you just used that the way they're protecting themselves at home maybe has carryover benefits at the office, which is awesome. But how about this? How about the fact that they really shouldn't have to be so cybersecurity aware? How aware are you of botulism, Justin? Or how aware are you of the um, necessary interaction between the components of a particular medication? Right? How aware do you have to be to survive in the world? And then compare that to what we ask people to be aware of in terms of cybersecurity. Interestingly, I'm not exactly sure I'm the person to ask that of, given that I live with a molecular geneticist. <laughs> well said. Well said. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, the points, point, point taken, question taken. Um, I think the answer is it should be not a lot. Right on. Our goal and end state always is uh, to try to make security seamless so like people don't have to worry about it. Like secure interactions is in the fabric of their day and it's something that you don't have to think about. And the only time that uh, you need some type of uh, interaction is if you, or interaction with a professional is if you have an issue that needs to be resolved, right? Um, I think that's, um, 
that's always the goal. Um, I don't think uh, corporate America has positioned us to to do that or to realize that goal. Like we've we've always been um, we've always been a security society that's like pushing it out to end users and you know uh, kind of like pushing it out to the edge people who are closer to potential issues to like report these things back and be vigilant and self-aware and training your users not to click on stuff like we're we're good at making it a user issue just as good as we are like you know a technology issue or everything else yeah it's a great example don't click on things that come through the mail program i paid for over the network that i paid for from an address that i can see because it might be bad i mean just think of how effed up that is Right. There's all these different places and we're relying on the person who it's going to look like the same message. I get something that says from Justin Fimlade, hey, knucklehead, open this freaking thing up right now. You know, unless I can get a hold of you, I'm probably going to open it up. Right. Even except it's us. But I mean, in general, people are going to. Right. And all the steps in the middle where that could have been made a non-entity, you know, the OS could not respond to that kind of request. The network could recognize the outbound. The mail message could have had everything disabled, whatever. We could have come up with technology solutions that take that mistake that everyone's going to make out of the hands of the end user and eliminate it. And maybe it changes functionality. Maybe there's less profitability for a little while for some people. But... We keep treating cybersecurity like it's something that gets added on by a third-party vendor as opposed to, well, you know what we did? We took the operating system, which is now this megalithic, horrible thing, and we shrunk it down. It only does like this much stuff. And everything that gets written on top of it, it doesn't really have a chance to bust that much stuff because it's pretty much really, really limited. Let's do that, right? There hasn't been a ton of thought, at least in the last 30 years. Um, if you remember, there was the idea of the microkernel in Plan 9 from Unix 100,000 years ago. But they never did it. But the idea was to decrease security risk by decreasing the capabilities of the services that were offered to everyone. But instead, we've just said, everything's offered to everybody. Let's offer more. And then security is something you throw over the top of it. And maybe for Cybersecurity Awareness Month, we can help some of ourselves and our friends in the vendor community be aware that maybe... We want to be aware of how much responsibility we hold for having exacerbated the basic problem of too much functionality creating vulnerability. Well, as someone who's very familiar with that, you should definitely know uh, about kernel, kernel level blocking that could occur and the impacts of that. 100%. I feel like our, uh, our capitalistic world would never, would never allow that to happen. It's true. It's true. So... I think we've raised some interesting issues of cybersecurity awareness. We're trying to create a self-referential perspective for some vendors to look at themselves, to purchasers, to look at their own requirements and feel good about it. And I like the example you used for us to think about helping people to be aware that this applies to them at home in the same, as soon as they're good there, they're going to be better at work. So I think those are three cybersecurity awareness goodnesses. And we learned from you that cybersecurity awareness means situational awareness. Yeah, well, yeah, and I would just add there's like the, the overarching comment that you made earlier is that uh, our industry, or our industry, our world is more heightened and sensitive to, to cyber events, more, more now than I think they've ever been. So uh, tells me tells me something is probably going the right direction. I cannot beat ending on a positive note, and that was a positive note. <laughs>
Yeah. All right. Good. I'm on a high one then. Right on. Um, all right. Thanks so much. If you listen to this, um, you like what you heard, please share it with your friends. Like it. Uh, and definitely pass it on. Um, and we will catch you on the next episode.